communications, communications, communications. We're in a highway of communications, right? Well, my interview today is a really empowering woman. In fact, I had to do it in two parts. In the celebration of the Women's International Month, this woman stands absolutely at the top. She helps and teaches and coaches people on how to communicate in their relationships and even with God. She is the most powerful communicator I've ever met. She's counseled not only my own family, but myself personally. She is an amazing woman. She's going to share some incredible points of reference for you to use in your life, life application. And believe me, this is going to truly be a capstone to be able to bring better relationships into your life. I promise you, you won't want to miss a minute of it. You'll probably want to play it over and over again, but it's in two parts. And the reason why because the first part was so good. I said, I just have to have a second part to be able to give to my audience. So listen in now with Carla Santos's wonderful interview that represents more than just talking about things. She's teaching and sharing, and you want to write down the captured nuggets of information that will help you truly learn how to communicate in a way that will make your life even more beautiful. Enjoy our interview with Carolyn Santos. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Romans 12, 2. Found throughout the Bible, we read time after time that God calls us to live a life of abundance. Many Christians struggle with finding the path God intends for our lives, but you aren't meant to seek God's abundant life alone. Welcome to the Hearing God's Voice podcast, where we seek transformation to abundant life through learning to hear God's voice. Living an abundant life can mean wearing many hats. Jeffrey Paul's journey has taken him from celebrity hairdresser focused on outer beauty to an author, teacher, and friend to all seeking God's abundant life. Join us and renew with spiritual teachings along with inspirational interviews and health and wellness tips to help keep our bodies and minds strong in faith. Welcome your host, speaker, teacher, and friend, Jeffrey Paul. We're excited to be sharing with Carolyn Santos, a friend of mine, but also a communication coach, a powerful coach that has absolutely been able to talk with CEOs and change their lives all over the international world of business. She's been able to go into families and help families change what would look as ruins in the beautiful, beautiful structures of families that speak and share healthy communication and into businesses where they can truly begin to speak from the owners and employers to the employees and really have a communication with their customers. And I want to introduce you to a communication coach excellent. That is Carolyn Santos. Carolyn, welcome to our program. Thanks, Jeffrey. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here. It's good to have you. Tell us what a communication coach is. I mean, we all think about communication all the time. We communicate all the time, but we don't communicate. You've taught me that. I'm not going to tell everybody quite how I've gotten to know you till later, but the reality is, is that communication healthy is incredible. Unhealthy is awful. Tell us about a communication coach and really what your background and what you do to help people. Over 35 years, I have been working with people and most importantly, trying to understand myself and other people. So sometimes people say that when you have a problem, when you solve your problem, then you have a message for other people. So communication has always been something dear to my heart. And it's beyond just the words of, do you hear what I'm saying? Because we can talk all day long, but until we speak and hear through the other person's ears in a very specific strategic way, unlike kind of uh, traditional communication training, it's still 
lacking at best. So about 20 years ago, I was looking for an instrument to use because people love things that validate their lives. And I had used a numerous, numerous instruments and I could list them and you'd probably know what they are, but none of them really hit the spot. And then I was required to go to a leadership conference back in February of 2000. And in this seminar, they were presenting the Kendall Life Languages Profile. And halfway through the morning, I nudged my husband and I said, this is what I have been looking for. So it is an instrument that helps people measure communication, the communication they have with themselves Mm -hmm. and the communication they have with other people. It's it's pretty laser focused what I do. There's no guesswork to it. Communication is in every area of our life. We deal with people from uh, workers, husbands, wives, kids, you know, strangers, people that we meet on the street. Communication is very complicated. There's so many different people. There's just so many different, you know, issues and, and nationalities and, and backgrounds. Is it really able to have someone learn how to understand all those languages, all those particular areas? Give us an understanding of how many billions of people in the, in the world right now. Yep. We're talking about a lot. Yes. How do we communicate with all them? Right. I know. And and what you said is very, very important. You said there are billions of people on the planet. They say about 7 billion right now. So what I want to encourage your viewers and your listeners to know is that really, we can distill the entire globe down from 7 billion people to communicate with potentially to only seven because there are seven communication styles that are universal. And once we become acquainted with those languages, if you will, we can go from person to person, job to job, or even country to country and be confident that we can listen for what language is being spoken, what communication style is being spoken and know confidently how to speak that back. For the listening audience, let me share something with you. The way that Carol and I came together was a very unique process. Uh, I'm a communicator, a blogger, uh, you know, a TV personality, radio personality, all the things that I've communicated over my career as well as a you know, private practice. I have employees, I have audiences, I have all kinds of different areas to communicate, including a wonderful wife and children and grandchildren now. And you know, I went to a party at my cousin's house and she said, hey, I've got somebody there to teach communication. She's going to show us a little bit about what communication is all about. And I kind of, I got to be honest with you, I said, well, I wonder what she's going to teach because, you know, I've gone through so many seminars and so many courses and so many books. And then we sat for 90 minutes, maybe, maybe two hours, and you mesmerized me. And as you know, you were then taken into my heart as a wonderful person of a coach level. Personally, I took that survey, find out a whole lot more about myself after all the surveys I've taken and psychologists and all the things that I've had in the process of just learning ourselves. I think that's the most important part. But here's what I started to see, and I, and I want the audience to know this. I first took it to myself and I saw it really reveal something to help me communicate with myself and know myself better than to others. Then I brought my wife and I into a program of coaching. I then brought my whole family. I brought them all in for a complete workshop and all the surveys of three sons, a daughter-in-law. It was, a, it was an amazing balancing act that you put together, Carolyn. Then you came into my corporation. You came into my entire team of artists and stylists and all the people that take care of the hair replacement clients that we take care of. And it changed each one of those different worlds that I live in because it wasn't so complicated. I first knew me 
I knew how I was built, how my DNA was there. Tell the audience that in those three or four arenas, that seven languages, just give us a little bit of understanding about how is it possible in all these different arenas that you can speak a language or understand somebody else speaking their language? You would think that that would be hard to do, but let me, let me start by saying, do you have a smartphone, Jeffrey? Sure. Do you have a computer? Yes. <laughs> and with all of those gadgets, you got a manual, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing is the most important parts of our lives, our wife, our husband, our partner, our children, our employees, our employers, they come to, into our lives with nothing, no manual, no introduction. And then it's up to us to try to figure out who this person is and how can I connect with them. So to answer your question in the short story is that when a person takes an assessment It's like giving us a manual to their heart, to their mind, to their actions, because all of us are wired very specifically, and we're wired in three different categories. We're wired to communicate kinetically, emotively, and cognitively, and we all do all of those things. And within those categories lie the seven life languages, the seven communication styles. I like to call it communication intelligence, yeah, so Mm. that we can intelligently communicate with people a little bit um, more in depth that the manual, so to speak, is number one, being self-aware. When I know my communication styles and I know where I'm starting, the place from where I'm starting, Mm -hmm. then I know just a few facts about the seven communication styles. I can watch for behaviors and I can listen for verbal cues. Mm. And that is the way that you can hear what communication style is that person speaking in the moment? Mm -hmm. And then I know exactly then what question they're asking me, what need they have from me, the passion that drives their life, and the character quality that I can encourage them in. And it really is that that simple. Your skill set of coaching helps us have not only an understanding of our own language, but also a translator within us to translate other people's communication skills. I love your creativity, Jeffrey. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use that. <laughs> please do, please do. You know, I, as much as I studied with you and as much as I've been involved with you, it, it really kind of gave another ha-ha moment, you know, because what you just said is it's not about trying to figure out the other person, but to know what language or where they're coming from. You know, Steve Covey says something that I know you know so well in his seven habits uh, of his book, you know, for, for the habits of successful living people. He talks about the relationship of seek first to understand, then to be understood. Most battles in marriage or employees or kids, it's always, I want you to understand what I'm saying to you. You know what I mean? I want you to understand. If you're Italian, it really becomes, I, I'm going to tell you what I want to tell you. That doesn't work. No, no, it doesn't. And what you said is powerful. It is the foundation. There are two foundations to learning this program, and that is, number one, self-awareness of your communication style. So that's understanding. Mm -hmm. It's understanding me and then understanding you. The second foundation is character. Mm -hmm. So it's twofold. It's excellence in communication by knowing me and then character so that I can become the 
person of excellence that I want to be. And interesting, you talked about Stephen Covey because our, the founder of the program that I am certified with, I'm a senior certified trainer internationally. He was sitting in a, a workshop with Stephen Covey and being uh, one of the communication styles that tends to be a little distracted and, and easily bored, all of a sudden his ears perked up and said, he's talking about the communication styles. <laughs> and he started listening and then realized that the seven communication styles and the seven habits of highly effective people naturally fit together. So the one that you said, seek first to understand then to be understood, mm -hmm. that corresponds to one of the communication styles, which is the very heart of connecting with people in meeting their needs altruistically. I get started and I don't know where to stop, Jeffrey. It's I just... No, that's quite right. In fact, I'm going to let my audience know that I've already decided in the two minutes of the program, we're going to do two parts of this uh, interview because it's so good. I don't want to lose any of what you have to offer the, the our viewing audience. You know, there's moms, there's kids, there's professionals. I want them to capture all of it and it's a lot to do. So we're going to break this into two parts. Let's go into some real life examples. Um, let's take husbands and wives because you're you're also a uh, you know marriage coach. Uh, you teach them how to communicate. You do retreats that we'll we'll put everybody in connection with on a, on the bottom of our page. Uh, we'll get them connected to your web page as well as how to take one of those surveys that you talked about that's so important. But in turn, let's go to a husband and wife relationship conflict. Again, I'm Italian. There's conflict because we are seasoned people, and it's not just by the season of what we eat. So, you know, you got this kind of energy and chemistry and DNA going on. What do you do for a family like that, a husband and wife that are really having a challenge to communicate or, as Steve says, not understanding? I have permission from one couple that I recently met with to use their story. Mm. And their names are Pat and Melissa. They were married for 12 years. They are married 12 years really love each other, but they also were ready to kill each other because they just are not able to connect, especially where the rubber meets the road in life's conflicts. They went to a marriage workshop that I did and then decided to consult with me on their marriage. And we met together for a period of time on a Saturday. And during that time, it was very clear that she was speaking her preferred communication styles to him which were not his preferred communication no. styles. He was speaking his preferred communication styles to her, which weren't her preferred, and they were constantly missing, and at best, they were miscommunicating. At worst, they were in actual conflict and both avoiding one another. So when we were able... Silence, probably. Oh, yeah. Well, the, the silence that you can feel, right? Yeah. It's, a, um, it's being, called the punishment. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, being quiet at you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So after we were able to share just a few things to get them on the same page of understanding and more important than understanding, validating it with with scores, validating it with an assessment that has been psychologically put together. It is, in fact, it has a 98% reporting accuracy. That's how wow. incredible this instrument is. Wow. So when they were able to grasp that and say, you know what, this is who you are. This is who you've been since I've met you and you're not going to change, are you? And then to bring them onto a page of not giving up who they were, Mm -hmm. But yielding and working together, just as if they were an employee mm -hmm. working on the same floor or something. And 
in that short time together, they made some decisions because they were both willing to grow. They wrote me testimonials that I'd be, I would love to share with your viewers. Oh, we'll want that. We'll want to share that. I, I promise my viewers we'll have that on our webpage with you. Yes, that'd be beautiful. Oh my gosh. And, and I met with them uh, subsequently too, and they feel like they are back to honeymoon level again mm-hmm. because of understanding and choosing to just make a few shifts uh, to give up my rights to serve the other person. And when two people do that, when any group does that, success is not far around the corner. You said something that really kind of lightened another thought process. So often we get to a place where we love this person, but we want to change them. Or we hire somebody and we want to change them. And that's a failure waiting to happen if it's not already happening. I mean, it's a tragedy because DNA makeups are pretty much there. You can change character a little bit and you can work on habits, but as many of the great, great teachers uh, of character talk about, it just isn't easy or possible to change somebody. I mean, God can change us all from the inside, but the reality is a husband or wife trying to change each other becomes really a dangerous situation or an employee employer. So the reality is, is what you've said is that you've taken them out of that picture of, and I'm just repeating back what I think I heard. So the audience can kind of play that, that listening ear that I was listening to you speak, but you're taking out of the perspective of trying to change somebody, but again, to understand them and to allow that understanding to come to a place where you open communication and enjoy the differences at that point. Jeffrey, what the way I would put that is that when we're dating, since we're talking about marriages, when we're dating in my world of communication with the seven communication styles, and I think one of the things that I've failed to mention is that we don't just speak one or two or three of these seven communication styles, that you and me and every person that we meet is a combination, a unique combination of all seven of the communication styles, but we speak them from strength to weakness. So in that, though, when we're dating, we get very multilingual, right? We speak whatever language (laughs) we need to speak to capture the love of our life. And then when we get married or when we're together for a period of time, we kind of settle back down into who we really are. Mm -hmm. And then the person feels deceived or they feel tricked or they feel lied to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't that at all. It is that we stopped doing the things that we did when we were first in love. And one of the things that I help couples realize is that They didn't go away. They just are settling now. You can't sustain speaking seven communication styles all day long. So we settle into our preferred. And then when we have different descending order of languages, that's where the conflict comes. So one of the beautiful things that I get to remind couples of is I remind them to remember. Go back and remember. What did yeah. you, what was attracting to you? Well, how why were you attracted to them? And well, I loved their patience. I loved their calmness. And now patience and calmness drives them up the wall. So when they remember and they have then facts and statistics that validate that no this person didn't change on me. I changed the way I view them. And then when we get them to remember and start doing those things that they did in the beginning, love 
absolutely is like fresh wind on embers. It just begins to flourish again into a roaring fire has been my experience. What a beautiful picture you just painted. Listen to the audience that is listening. We're going to spend another minute or two, but I want you to know that we're going to go into part two. So uh, you'll have that uh, part two uh, with uh, regards to the next things I'd like to talk to you about, of course, is relating to an employee or employer, because I think that's very important communication. But before that, when a listening audience, you know, that I work with so often, they hear someone like you who's an expert, a coach, you do this every day. The reality is they think they, they couldn't accomplish it. They wouldn't be able to get to that point. Your workbooks and the ease of how you transition the understanding of self and then how to communicate those seven languages to communicate with others is really probably the best part of this whole program that you teach in communication uh, languages is the fact that it's easy enough once you understand those seven languages and they're not really complicated and you can start to spot them in people just in an open conversation. Well, there's a builder, there, there's whatever it might be of the seven language. Give us the seven languages to kind of list them so that people can have a, a picture of that in their mind. Yeah, happy to. And and it is simple. If anybody's ever watched Winnie the Pooh, you know what it means when you say Tigger. You have a you have a caricature that pops up of bouncy, fun, enthusiastic, etc. And just like all the characters in Winnie the Pooh, once you learn a few things about the seven communication styles, you can spot them as easily as it would be looking at a child's movie like that. So I told you there are three categories of the languages, kinetic, emotive, and cognitive. So in the kinetic category, there are two life languages, and those, those languages are called mover and doer. And you can just hear the action in those words themselves. Then in the emotive category, there are two communication styles called influencer and responder. And those tend to be the natural people-oriented communication styles. Mm -hmm. And the final category is the cognitive category. Mm -hmm. There are three languages and they're called shaper, producer, and contemplator. Mm-hmm. And each of those, they're as different as night and day. And once you just learn a few things about them, it's very, very simple. Children come to workshops and start understanding it mm-hmm. from the workshop forward. It's that simple. And yet it takes a little bit of work as well. Now, it kind of needs to have a little bit of work, not far beyond <laughs> what you described. Because I even like the example of Tigger, because you give characteristics of each one of the languages. You give symbols to kind of reflect uh, an icon relationship. So the program uh, is really just incredible. For the listening audience, this is Kira Santo. She's a communication coach. She is amazing. She has a heart bigger than the world, and she wants to help the entire world from everything from families marriages, businesses, you name it, or just individuals that really need to get a a grip on who they are and how to communicate with the world. On our page down below on our blog, you're going to be able to link to her webpage. You're going to be able to find out about this survey that is just incredible. I'd really, I advocate each and every one of you taking this. It's inexpensive. It's life-changing. It is powerful. And I'm speaking from first person because I've taken it and so is my family and my staff. And I've actually communicated that with business owners all over the country uh, that are that are salon owners. You know, we work with a tough business group that really are always working with clients that are always going through their challenges as well as the staff that are going through their challenges and business challenges. And then we'd have to bring it home to our family and husbands and wives and kids. So Carolyn's going to be able to share a whole lot more in part two. So I want you to stay tuned and I want you to just remember this. The beauty begins within, but so does change. I'm Jeffrey Paul. 
I look forward to seeing you on part two of this wonderful healthy communication workshop. Thank you for listening to the Hearing God's Voice podcast. We're so glad you've joined us today. Continue to renew with us each day through these valuable spiritual teachings and tips to stay strong both spiritually and physically in faith. If you would like to connect deeper with Jeffrey and the Renewing You Network community, find us on Facebook at Renewing You Network. You can also join us on YouTube at Renewing You Network with Jeffrey Paul and at RenewingYouNetwork.com. We look forward to more time together seeking God's transformation in your life. Don't forget to rate and subscribe so we can connect with more on this mission to hear God's voice.